Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans, and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist, and internationally published author, helping take your life, your business, your mindset, your body, your health, from where you are right now to where it is that you want to be. And today, you are joining me for a walk. It's a bit fresh this morning. And uh, Tuesday, my struggle day to get my steps in. So I'm getting out early to, to get them under my belt because I've got a busy day ahead. And as I awaken this morning, I'm reminded of the fact that 20 years ago today, the Sydney Olympics opened in Sydney. Well, that's why they're Sydney Olympics <laughs> in uh, the year 2000. And Kathy Freeman, uh, champion, uh, Olympic gold medalist of the 400 metres sprint, uh, lit the flames. And uh, I was there for a sort of dress rehearsal of the opening ceremony. Didn't actually see the official opening ceremony live in person, I should say. I saw it live on TV. Uh, but a remarkable, remarkable event, the Sydney Olympics. I reckon the best Olympic Games ever. And I remember being there and uh, being lucky enough to go to a number of different events that I wanted to go to, like weightlifting and uh, the athletics. And I actually saw Kathy Freeman win the 400 meter final. Uh, you know, I, we saw so many different things. It was really, really fantastic. And so today I'm thinking about, wow, that was 20 years ago. And I can still remember it uh, so clearly as to what we did, what the atmosphere was like. It was just a, I mean, certainly right now with COVID, you'd think, wow, the Olympics, I mean, the Olympic uh, Homebush Stadium uh, was just buzzing with so much energy. It was uh, an incredible place to be. Anyone that's listening to this that was there will know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, this was a a purpose-built uh, facility that incorporated so many different things. They had the, the stadium that held 110,000 people. They had practice ovals. They had uh, the swimming there. They had uh, basketball there. They had soft uh, baseball there. Uh, they built all these different stadiums. They had the tennis there, um, the swimming, uh, the diving, uh, the, yeah, so many different sports. And they built all these stadiums uh, right there on wasteland, effectively. And you go there now and the buildings are still there. And some 20 years later, uh, it's quite a, a, quite a magical place to be, I think. And it got me thinking about how, how quickly that 20 years has really passed. I mean, I, I look at... Uh, my life over the last 20 years. I mean, I was married at the time. We didn't have kids. Now I'm divorced and we've got two kids. Uh, my, when I went to the Olympics, I, I wasn't running my own business. And now I've been running it for 12 years. Uh, life is in a completely different place. I've been around the world. I've spoken on, uh, you know, the global stage. I've written a book. It's been picked up by uh, an international publisher. Uh, you know, I've had um, various uh, relationships uh, since then and my kids are growing up and it's like, wow, where did that time go? 
I can still remember uh, driving up to Sydney to go to the Olympics and, and sitting there watching the, uh, the opening ceremony. It's like, wow. So then I got thinking about, well, gee, the next 20 years, like I'll be 72 years old in another 20 years. And in, you know, at that time, well, what will I be doing? Will I still be training people? Will I still be coaching people? Will I still be doing the things that I'm doing now? And I would, I would say that no, I won't be doing the things in the same way that I'm doing them, but I will, I will still be incredibly passionate about uh, coaching people to be better versions of themselves. So I can't see me stopping, stopping that. But uh, you just, like 20 years time, I mean, my girls will be uh, uh, grown up they'll be 33 and 35 and possibly having kids of their their own by then uh, you know having their own houses somewhere maybe they're on the other side of the world maybe they've you know they're well into their careers and um, it's just uh, like life is precious and life goes by so quickly and I guess today is just a, a stark reminder of how how quickly it goes past. We seem to go through life just accumulating, I'm generalising here, but accumulating material things. But at the end of the day, when it comes down to your last breath, it really comes down to the experiences that you have in life and the people that you have around you at that time. And that's the, that's the thing that really, really matters. And I think many of us... Uh, waste, waste time, waste life, and don't get to the the true outcomes that we really want. And do you know what? That's all on you. Like, why would you, why would you waste that time? Why would you waste those opportunities when you could have something way more? You could have actually what you want, but you're just not working hard enough to get there, or you're just not. Uh, getting the right coaching to get there. But from my experience, coaching's one thing. Now, the coach can tell you to do something or guide you in the right way, but you've still got to do the work. And that can is going to be hard. Like if you want to be the best, or even if you don't want to be the best, but you want to be really good at what you do, you can't do that unless you put in a lot of work, a lot of hard work. And I think uh, some people, they want to get... A different outcome for themselves but they they're not prepared to do the hard work so like in uh, the podcast yesterday uh, my interview with Liz the successful people do what others are not willing to do and that needs to be you if you want success you've got to do what no one else is prepared to do and that means going through the hard work if you want a six-pack for your body you've got to do the hard work and part of that is training, but probably the harder part for most people is the food. But if you want it, you've got to do the work. There's no easy road to getting there. And even if there was an easy road, I wouldn't recommend you take it because it's about who you become along the journey, along the way, to getting to that result. Not about the result. It's about who you become on that way. You become resilient, you become strong. And that means that you can do anything. An interesting uh, task that I'm having with my kids right now is 
really made me me think about my role as a dad and uh, whether I've been stepping up enough as a dad and uh, we're homeschooling uh, here and uh, my girls are 13 and 15 so year 7 and year 9 here and I've uh, like they're good kids they're, I mean they're, they're great kids they're very conscientious and I've been leaving them to manage the, the homework tasks that they have I just ask questions and they say yes they're up to date or whatever but my youngest one well, we've been having some some challenges there because she's been falling behind a little bit in her work and I've only recently uh, realised that that's the case and so I've had to uh, now step in and make sure that every day that I'm having a look at what are all her outstanding tasks on online and what's overdue and now putting in place a plan to help her get on top of those so that she uh, you know, she doesn't feel overwhelmed, she's enjoying school, it's a fun process, and that she's, uh, she's learning as well. And so it took me back to, so my youngest I think is very much like me, and it took me back to my, my school days and when I was her age, and I hated school. And I really don't want that for either of them. And I thought about why I really hated school, it was because I wasn't great at uh, the subjects, but it was also because I didn't have the support. Like, I, I just didn't ask mum and dad. I, I think when I went to school, I was brought up in an era where you had the class time, you asked the questions, you had the textbook, and you had your friends. And if you didn't learn in that process, then you just fell by the wayside. And that was me. I just didn't connect with the... I was a bit slower to to learn the concepts and I didn't get it now does any of that make have any relevance now well I think in some ways it does because what I want to teach my kids is not necessarily the uh, the information that they're learning in the subject but I want them to definitely learn the concept of problem solving because I don't think we we're certainly not born good problem solvers and in order to become better we have to practice we have to practice solving problems and those problems can come in various ways through various subjects and uh, what's important is to go through a logical thinking process so that you can become good at problem solving because guess what life is full of problems and if you become overwhelmed at the first sight of a problem then you're screwed so we uh, my wish for them is to teach them how to do it really well so that any problem that comes their way you can help with so I was helping my my youngest one um, morning I was helping my youngest one uh, yes last night with how to uh, do some maths. Now, she's starting to get to that, that age where I don't remember the, you know, the principles and all that kind of stuff uh, with, uh, with school. There's some kids on scooters. Um, but what I do remember is how to solve a problem. So breaking it down into logical parts and, and uh, you know, dividing it up that way to see how we find a solution. And, I did that uh, with my youngest to 
uh, used visuals and divided up in a way that made sense to her and was also fun to her. So it's not just all super, super serious. And I think by the end of it, uh, she, she understood, she enjoyed it because we were laughing and having some fun in the process. And uh, to me, that was a success. But what it's made me realize is that I need to step up more in supporting her, in being a better role for her, not just her, but uh, my eldest as well. And uh, where I've kind of stepped back to let them manage all that, it's come more to the fore because of the homeschooling, uh, because the teachers aren't really checking uh, on the work and you know you jump online and there's this whole list of of different things that become quite overwhelming for the the kids because there's just this list and it's kind of like a traffic light system of all these tasks and there's like heaps and heaps of them but of course they're not all due right now but I can see as a child that they can become overwhelming because when I first looked at it I thought holy crap what's all this stuff and realizing that oh okay well this isn't due now but this one is due next week and but these ones are overdue so let's focus on on those and so yeah it really it's really challenging my my thinking right now because I have been focusing on everything that I'm doing leaving their homeschooling up to them but then also realizing that wow do you know what this time is going to go by so quickly and this is a really really important time because around this age for me was where I, I kind of lost school, you know, I, I, I just didn't enjoy it. And I really struggled to get through it. And it wasn't until I went to university and studied accounting that I was starting to do the subjects that I enjoyed because I was good at them, that I started to excel. And so I felt that uh, what I need to do is, is step up more so that I can be a, a better support for both the kids and help them uh, develop some some skills in uh, problem solving, uh, teaching them what I know about learning, but also making sure that they understand it's about having fun in the process. And there will be situations where uh, there's certain subjects, for instance, that I was doing that I saw no relevance whatsoever to what it was that I did. For instance, uh, if you look at, I say, Macbeth, for instance, I could not see how Macbeth or Hamlet or any of those plays whatsoever, I think we did Othello as well, and now Oedipus, I think we did it um, year 11. I thought, this has got no relevance in my life ever. Why do I even need to learn it? And I would kind of encant that to myself all the time when I had to do work on it. I didn't understand it. I didn't understand the language. And so I didn't see why it was important. But what I want to teach the girls is that, yeah, even though you may not be needing to understand why you're reading this book and, and um, you know, understand how it fits into you wanting to become a vet or whatever it is that you choose to do later down the path. What you do need to understand is this is about how do you solve a problem and this is a different problem and it just activates a different side of your brain. 
And both my girls are very artistic, so uh, something for them like drawing and creating something beautiful is really easy for them. Like, they're so creative, but that's probably more right side of the, the brain. Uh, but where it comes to numbers and maths and that kind of stuff, where it's something that their mum and, and me uh, have got more strength in because we're more left brain thinking, uh, then that's more the logical side. And for them, that's a little bit more of a challenge, uh, but still a problem. So for me, being able to create something beautiful, for me, is going to be stick figures if I have to create a drawing. Whereas them, they're doing all the details of the eyes and the face and the hair and everything. It looks amazing. Uh, but for me, if there's a formula or the numbers and that kind of stuff, then obviously that flows more comfortably with them. They feel a bit more uncomfortable with it. Um, so it's not that it's right or wrong. It's just that it's different. And what I want them to understand is the the gift of problem solving because you'll take that anywhere and it doesn't matter what faces you you'll resolve it just like COVID right now COVID is a huge uh, health issue but it's not just the health issue it's the or the physical health issue it's the mental health issue it's the how do you stay resilient and keep pushing forward when everybody else around you is crumbling and how do you keep uh, your business alive or thriving in an environment where most are having their jobs lost or their hours cut and, and that kind of stuff. How do you, how do you manage that? And, but when you have a good problem solving mentality and you become a resilient person, it doesn't matter what comes your way, you will get through it. And that's what's really important. And so I guess today, I've been thinking about uh, the last 20 years, where I've come from, and in this future of the 20 years, uh, of what it is that I want to be be making of of myself, and what's my pathway to getting there. And I think as a parent, our success is about uh, you know developing your kids to be, I think, better than than you are and um, part of that process is right now in these years because of I know the impact that they had on me uh, not just in my schooling and my ability there but if if you do poorly at school you know like you're just average at school and you also uh, don't like in my case I didn't have the friends I didn't have a girlfriend I didn't have the confidence in my body, I wasn't good at sport, I wasn't good at really any of those things, then my whole life felt down. And there, was, there wasn't really anyone that gave me that hope of, of what's in it for the future. But now through that, this isn't about feeling sorry for me, but through that process, that's where I... I got the energy and the strength to say I'm going to change my life. But what I want to do is make sure that I can, I can uh, be that support for the kids and help them have the confidence and the skills to be able to do what it is that they want to be doing. I just didn't have that when I was growing up. And I think 
uh, another part for me over the, the next 20 years just being as successful as I can be I mean the best physical version of myself that I can be the um, the uh, you know best health that I can have as well because my my family tree is is, is very very weak in terms of illnesses and so forth uh, I don't want to be like that I want to be around for my kids, I want to be a good example for them, uh, I want to be a good example for their, their kids' kids if they, sorry, for their kids if they uh, choose to go down that path uh, and just enjoying a different part of your life uh, that's successful, keeping on working hard, keeping on driving for success, maybe it's writing more books. Um, it's certainly producing a lot more more content and more coaching programs and uh, delivering greater outcomes for people uh, to improve their health and life i can't i just can't see myself stopping that because it's it's just such an important role there's such a need for it and i enjoy it so much so what's on the horizon for your next 20 years I know that's a, in some ways it seems like, oh, why would you be thinking 20 years ahead? But I, I think it's really important for us to be constantly reflecting on, so what a, what's our exit strategy from what we're currently doing at the moment? What's that next thing for us? Um, because life is precious, we just don't know. And today was a, a sweet reminder of just how quickly 20 years can go past and when I look back and think about all the things that I've done over the last 20 years, it makes me very excited about what the next 20 years holds. Uh, because 20 years ago, I just got a garbage truck going past. Sorry about the noise. It's garbage collection day. Uh, so if 20 years ago, I sat there and I, if I, let's say that I knew all the things that were going to happen over the next 20 years, I'd be like, wow, that's some life, let me at it. And I think the same is probably true now. If I was 20 years down the track and look back and say, wow, look at all those extra things I did on a whole other level over the next 20 years, or the last 20 years, uh, I'd be like, wow, that's really impressive. But that, it all comes from the mindset of continuous improvement, continuous growth continuous success and that's what I want for all of you that are listening to this the the biggest success that you could ever dream of but it's only going to come if you keep working at it every single day so wherever you I'm keeping up with this garbage truck he's emptying each bin I'm walking faster than him um, wherever you are in the world I hope you're staying safe take some time out today to reflect on What's the next 20 years hold for you and what have you accomplished over the last 20 years? And are you happy with what you've achieved? I think that anyone that's a business entrepreneur, if you're like me, and say, yeah, well, look, I'm happy with what I achieved over the last 20 years, but I also think about, wow, how much further I could be ahead because I know the things that I should have been doing that I didn't do until uh, maybe 12 years ago or even less, some things only doing like four years ago. And uh, I'm continuously learning. How can I get a better result for myself? How can I improve 
more every day and just keep doing those things consistently and find new ways to uh, get uh, more improvements into yourself. So look, wherever you are in the world, take care, stay safe, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.